Three Dog Thursday on the Sports Gambling Podcast network of shows is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon to Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP for your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you in part by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is the horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with a single entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And we're also brought to you in part by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or the Google Play Store to download it today. Football fans, it's time to go on the record for this week's matches in pro and college football with just one catch. We're only interested in underdogs. Who can keep it close if not pull the outright upset? Time to find out. It's Three Dog Thursday. Now here's your host, TJ Reed. Yes, indeed. It is here. Welcome in to the only digital radio show and podcast that loves to focus in on those underdogs, whether it be the football season or now March Madness. We have a bracket. We have a field of 68, and it is so good to be back with you on Three Dog Thursday. I am merely the somewhat capable host. Straight ahead, forthwith. I cannot wait to talk with Brian Edwards, who's been in Vegas, by the way, MajorWager.com and Vegas Insider Senior Handicapper. He's got all the intel. He's got all the insight. Where are the upsets coming? Where are those underdog plays to make? I can already tell you he and I are going to spar over Boise State and Memphis because he likes Boise State as the underdog. And you know, go Tigers, go. I am a Memphis Tiger, a Memphis State Tiger, and they are favored in that first-round game with the winner to likely get Gonzaga. Brian and I will talk about that in a couple of moments. Uh, Brian's also got some insight on maybe a futures play or two before the tournament begins, who's got really good odds as an underdog. So lots of uh, conversation about the NCAA tournament. 32 games Thursday and Friday. We're not going to go over all of them, but we've got a couple of spots here on Three Dog Thursday that we like. We'll debate that and discuss that with Brian in just a second. Reminder, however you found us, social media link. Our allies at sportsgamblingpodcast.com do a great job promoting us, Sports Gambling Podcast network of shows thank you to sean green ryan kramer colby dant all those guys they're hanging in vegas this week for the first couple of days of the tournament check them out with the sports gambling podcast but anyway they do a great job of promoting us again subscribe follow us apple podcast spotify google podcast we come your way on thursday morning we stay relevant uh, early on in the weekend friday saturday great advice insight all these selections picks it's absolutely free here as part of three dog Thursday. All right. With all of that out of the way, let's get into it. You know, I'm pumped for the NCAA tournament. You know that I'm pumped that Tom Brady is back for my Buccaneers. So there's a lot of optimism that I have in and around my house and my world. This guy's fresh back from Sin City himself. Hello, Brian Edwards of MajorWager.com and Vegas Insider. Good to be back with you. And we're ready to go with the NCAA tournament and much more. How you feeling? You survived? 
Yeah, man. Feeling good. Feeling good. Got to kind of had to get caught up on some sleep. Had the red eye back Monday night. Didn't get home till Tuesday morning at like 10 a.m. Central. Uh, but doing well and uh, ready to go. All right. So Tom Brady waited until the selection show was over by about 10 minutes and then put his news out, which we'll get to that in a second. I just want to know how far does he have Michigan going in his bracket? Brian, I don't know, but he was apparently filling out a bracket before he decided to come back to the bike. How stunned were you? Were you in the Vegas sports book when that started coming out and did everything erupt in Vegas that Brady is back and back with the Buccaneers? No, I was not in the sports book at that moment. I was up in my room watching the selection show <laughs> and, uh, and, um, uh, are you sure the selection show was over? Maybe it, maybe yes. it was. Yes. Okay. It was by about 10 minutes. Yes. Um, yeah. And, uh, I know you want to talk about the, and I didn't see the, the, my buddy Todd Dewey from the RJ, the story he wrote, I just wrote the, the David Perdue of ESPN chalk. I read his on Monday and that somebody had good information, but I don't think those books should be able to invalidate those bets. Okay. So what happened, I, I've been reading up on this a little bit is there were a couple of betters, a couple of known big time betters that put down serious money late last week on the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl and also to uh, win the NFC championship to make the Super Bowl so much so that it moved the lines a little and raised some suspicion on what's going on here with how much they have bet on this. And they did it at a couple of different places, including at the Westgate where your guy, uh, Todd Dewey is. And so now come to find out Brady decides to come back and the Westgate in particular and a couple of other ones, they want an investigation because for them, they may have to pay out a ton of money here to whoever it is on like 60 to one to win the Super Bowl. And your reaction to that again is go ahead. Well, I was just at the Westgate and I love my guy, Jay Cornegay. So I'm not going to say anything right. negative there. He had me taken care of in my room on the house. So, uh, but I, uh, they had good information. Right. So what? They, they, they made the bets. That's it. Uh, they found me, out that's, something that's before the books could adjust the line, right? Because what is the line now? If it was 60 to one to win the Super Bowl, it's got to be like 25 to one now, right? Or even even worse oh, than no, that, it's, I would think. Yeah, no, no. It's down to, um, gosh, here, I've got it right here because uh, my guy at MajorWager.com. Now, they're now eight to one. Wow. Uh, Slightly yeah. less return on investment if you're putting, let's say, several thousand, several hundred thousand. There down. were ten thousand dollars made, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. And uh, so Buffalo's the plus seven hundred chalk, seven to one. KC plus seven fifty. Green Bay and Tampa Bay are plus eight hundred or eight to one. Wow. All right. So it makes a difference there out there with the books. Okay. So I'm interested in getting into the uh, possible upsets here. It's what we do on Three Dog Thursday and the and for the uh, spreads and the underdogs. But as a futures play, for example, I like UCLA to come out of that East bracket. I think the East bracket is wide open. I have uh, Kentucky and UCLA in an epic uh, regional final situation. I think UCLA beats Baylor. I think Kentucky gets through. I think UCLA wins. I love UCLA as a futures play to win the NCAA tournament. And what are they right now as a futures play on the list that you have? 20 to one at the Westgate Superbook, Jay wow. Cornegay and company. And um, I have Texas Tech at 40 to one, Arkansas 70 to one. Arkansas is now 50 to one. And Texas Tech is now 20 to one. 
Uh, the one long shot that I think is worth a shot, and I know they've done most of their good work at home, but Rutgers at 500 to one, if they make the sweet 16, you can start taking their yeah. opponents to win their region and to win uh, the uh, win it all and get their future number. I mean, Rutgers has beaten, I'm going off Ken Palm rankings. They've beaten number 13, Iowa. They've beaten number 14, Purdue. They've beaten uh, number 16, Illinois. They've mm -hmm. uh, won at Indiana, number 35, at Ohio State. Uh, number 31, or I'm sorry, it was at Wisconsin, number at 33. Wisconsin. And they do, right. Yeah, and they do have a home win over uh Well, and Ohio we should State. we should specify, you and I are taping this before the completion of the first four game, Rutgers and Notre Dame on Wednesday night. You obviously know that result on Three Dog Thursday. Brian and I don't know that result. So you can invalidate all the Rutgers talk if you know that Notre Dame got them. But you're just saying very attractive long shot with those wins to maybe – Put that ticket on Prop Swap. They've been one of our sponsors now for all these many weeks uh, here on Three Dog Thursday and for the Sports Gambling Podcast. You could put that ticket on Prop Swap if they start to win a couple of games. That's kind of the point one more. with that, right? I was on fire, and they're thirty to one. I, I, I could, I could get on board with a little small play. Do you Iowa think the public is too much on Iowa right now? After the Big Ten win, everybody's been talking about Iowa for the last two or three days as we release this podcast. And I wonder if too many people are on Iowa right now to go all the way, to go to the Final Four or have a great chance. Uh, what? Which, uh, they're five seed, which region are they in? Do you know? Which, uh, like, Iowa's the right? five seed in the Midwest playing Richmond. They're in the same bracket with Kansas at the top, Auburn, and Wisconsin yeah, yeah, down yeah. at the bottom. And clearly they're hot, the Iowa Hawkeyes. I just wonder here if too well, they many can beat Kansas. people have they the can beat, They can beat Kansas. They can beat everybody in that region, I, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I will. Um, I, I think I will play Iowa at 31. All right, so look into that one. Let's get into it again. Brian Edwards here for a few more moments. MajorWager.com, Vegas Insider. Let's spar right off the bat. My Memphis Tigers have had to travel out to Portland, Oregon to play the Mountain West regular season and tournament champs, Boise State. Interesting that Boise State is the underdog. Memphis is the favorite on the neutral floor. This game at 10.45 a.m. local time on Thursday, 1.45 Eastern time. It's the first game up on the floor in Portland with the winner to get Gonzaga. Why do you like – you're putting me in a bad mood. Why do you like Boise State right off the bat here for an underdog? Well, they're, they've been good to me for many years, and they've been good to me uh, here in, in recent weeks. I had them uh, in the semifinals and finals uh, this past weekend. They are 7-2 and two against the spread with six outright wins, nine games as underdogs. I know it's not a big number. They've won uh, three in a row and eight of nine, won six and three against the spread. Since December 3rd, Boise is 24-3 and three in 27 games. And if you buy the hook to three, it matters. Their three losses have been by three twice and by seven once. So if you're plus three in 27-game stretch, they've lost by more than three once. So you like that number as much as anything. It's probably going to be a close game. Now, Memphis obviously playing much better. They lost the American Conference title game to Houston. But before that, they had won 11 of 12 games. They are, Brian loves me quoting my, uh, my numbers right back at him. They're 8-3 and three now with the Houston loss and the spread loss. They're 8-3 and three in their last 11 against the spread. That seems to be addition by subtraction. They moved Imani Bates, the super freshman, out of the way. Too immature 
too, too much hero ball. They got him out of the way, and the offense has clicked better. Other guys are happier with the rotation. The guard play has been better. They've actually made some free throws. I li- I'm going against you. I like the Tigers against Boise State as we release the podcast on Thursday afternoon. By Thursday night, somebody's going to know if they're listening to this podcast who was right on Boise State and uh, on uh, Memphis. Uh, another underdog that you like, the Miami Hurricanes in their 7-10 game in the Midwest region uh, with the USC Trojans. What stands out about Miami out of the ACC and why you like them and the points in a first-round game, Brian? Since December 20th, Miami is 14-5-1 against the spread in 20 games, and that's with blowing that six-point lead with like 45 seconds left against Virginia Tech as underdogs. I know they're only catching one and a half to USC, so maybe the underdog stats aren't as relevant. But as underdogs this year, they're 10-2-1 against the spread with eight outright wins. And USC has only played six games against teams in the field. They're 2-4 and four, uh, in those games. I think the Canes – uh, win outright, uh, and if we've got time for another dog, sure. I like uh, I like UAB plus eight and a half against mm-hmm. Houston. UAB mm-hmm. is uh, six and four against Ken Palm top one hundred teams. No losses by more than six points. They've played thirty four games. They've only lost by more than the eight and a half they're catching in this spot. They lost one game by nine, and they've got a a kid in Jordan, Jelly Walker, who averages 19.3 points, 5.0 assists, 1.5 steals per game. He shoots 40.7% from three, 87.4% from the free throw line, and he went for 27, 40, and 26 in the Conference USA Tournament. And the Blazers are 3-0 against the spread with two outright wins in three games as underdogs. I know you rattled off a bunch. You know that I worked that CUSA title game Saturday night on national radio on TuneIn, so I got to see Jelly Walker in person help lead them to the title win over Louisiana Tech. I love this spot against Houston. I know Houston, Final Four team a year ago. They won the American in the regular season. They won the tournament in Fort Worth, finally avenging two losses to Memphis. But I love UAB in this spot as a 12-5 seed here. I am jumping aboard. I think they can outright win this game. I'm absolutely taking those eight and a half points. But does it surprise you that that line, Brian, for that opening round game, which I'm double-checking here on that one, that is a Friday night late game in Pittsburgh, 12-5. Does it surprise you that the line is that high for UAB? Without a doubt. I made it four and a half not eight and a half. I think it's way too high. And I agree with you. I think UAB can win this game outright. And back to that Miami team. A lot of people are liking Miami as a sexy pick to not only beat USC, but maybe give Auburn some trouble. Auburn with some stumbles down the end of the regular season. Do you have any thought on, uh, and Miami again is playing in the afternoon in Greenville, South Carolina on Friday, Miami, Southern Cal, Southern Cal has got to come all the way across the country and play in the other SC South Carolina they're playing in the afternoon on Friday. Can, can Miami maybe a team that emerges into the Sweet 16 here in that no, bracket? No doubt. And like Rutgers, they're 500 to one. And if you get them, uh, you know, to the Sweet 16, you start hedging to make a profit. And if they're getting more than five or six to Auburn, um, if Auburn advances, I mean, look, Auburn's been horrible outside of the Plains for like yep. a month and a half. They are like paper tigers when they leave Auburn Arena. So, 
Um, I, yeah, my, my, of course Miami can beat them. I mean, Miami always has work to do in their first yep. game. but um, Got to get it done yeah. first with USC in that matchup. Just another moment or two. Brian Edwards is going over these first-round games and underdogs he likes. You said to me, despite Tennessee – winning the SEC tournament, and there's a lot of optimism around the Vols. The Vols playing against Longwood in their opening game, a three-versus-14 Longwood, the Big South champions. You think that line is too large for that matchup. Tell me more about Longwood in this spot. Well, first off, Tennessee just got done with a grueling three-game stretch uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then what flew back from Tampa, probably didn't get back to Knoxville till nighttime, and um, I don't know what their travel schedule is, but they're playing a, a Thursday game early in the afternoon in Indianapolis, whereas Longwood has been chilling since March 6th. They've won eight games in a row. Uh, they've covered four in a row since Christmas. Longwood's 19 and one uh, straight up, 13 and six against the spread in line games. They shoot 37.3% from three point range. That's 34th uh, in the nation. And since December 22nd, Tennessee's played 23 times, and they've only won by more than 17 three times. And uh, the Lancers have three really good players Deshaun Wade, Isaiah Wilkins, Justin Hill that could play. Your conference ball plus 17 Longwood I'm going the Lancers oh and one last thing I hat tip to the Chris Falica the bear uh Rick Barnes teams in the last 13 in the NCAA tournament 111 and one against the spread wow whether that be Tennessee Texas maybe even going all the way back to like Clemson what is that again 111 and one against the number last mm. 13 NCAA games and the line right now as we release the podcast for Longwood is what, 16, 17, something like Seven, that? 17. Yeah, 17 was last number I saw. believe that they will be able to hang in in that matchup. All right, we'll find out what happens. Brian, plug away. So much information here. The underdogs we love. I'll go over them again one more time. But plug away how they find all your stuff because you're constantly updating trends and injury information on your social media, on your site. Go for it. Yeah, follow me on Twitter at VegasBEdwards, uh, content majorwager.com, picks at VegasInsider.com. Uh, you can also follow Major Wagers uh, Twitter at MajorWagerUno. Enjoy the tournament, TJ. Thanks for having me. It's going to be fun. Going to be a blast. I look forward to being back with you next week. We'll know the Sweet 16 this time next week as the blur unfolds. Brian Edwards, thank you. We will continue much more on the way with the tournament. Stay with us. But first, we're brought to you by our friends at WinBet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and coming soon to Louisiana. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to the online sports betting and casino play with exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, college basketball, and much more. And WinBet is now offering the Bet the Underdog special. Bettors will receive a $25 free bet for every $50 winning wager on dogs greater than plus 300. That's a $25 bet. That's a free $25 bet on top of your winnings. And patrons who wager at least $500 in the first and second round of the tournament 
earn one more entry into a drawing for a trip to win Las Vegas. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, we're also brought to you in part by Stable Duel. There are never enough things to gamble on. And one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. And the best part is now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with one entry. And this Saturday, they even have a $40,000 contest. If you don't know anything about horses, not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day. Free games weekly at all tracks all over the United States. Get the app, create the account, start building your stable today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against other stables. You can even follow them on the app and compare your own stats to theirs. Download it now, StableDuel.com, and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win with StableDuel. And we're brought to you in part by PropSwap, where America buys and sells their sports bets. The March to Madness is right around the corner, and PropSwap is your place to cash in for the big dance. Every season, Prop Swappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. And now is the time to find those Cinderella's while the odds are really high. So get into your sports book, buy a handful of tickets, and then just list them on PropSwap. Remember, only one team needs to make a run, and that ticket will pay for the rest. Every season, prop swappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. For example, Zach from California purchased a Tennessee championship ticket on prop swap at 40 to 1 odds. And the sports books are only offering 25 to 1 odds right now. The Vols red hot off of that win in the SEC tournament looking really good with a 40 to 1 ticket. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry up, download the free PropSwap app today. It has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and the red-hot tickets that are for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match using our promo code SGP on your first deposit. And PropSwap will match that deposit up to $500. Join real sports bettors on PropSwap. That's where America buys and sells sports bets. Hey, we're also giving away $3,000 in the Ultimate March Madness Handicapping Contest, the D-Gen Dance. Start March Madness with $10,000 in credits, using them to bet on your favorite March Madness bets. And whoever has the most credits when March Madness ends wins the $2,500 and $500 for second, and all of it's exclusively in the SGPN app. If you're looking for a sweet SGPN hoodie, every day in March Madness that the games are being played, we'll be giving away one of those hoodies. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash merchandise. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash merchandise. And enter that sportsgamblingpodcast.com March Merchandise Contest to get the hoodie. 
Hey, spring is sprung, and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning for your pants. Trust me, your confidence will be blooming like the flowers this upcoming spring. Time to clear out that winter brush and join the other 4 million men who trust Manscaped. And use our promo code SGP and get 20% off, plus free shipping at manscaped.com. They're the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming. They forever change the grooming game with their amazing performance package 4.0. It has the ball care bundle. You've got the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop retriever toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all of the goodies. Complete that grooming game with the refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. This stuff is legit, and they'll have you smelling like royalty. And if you purchase now, you get two more free gifts, the performance boxers and the shed travel bag. Plus, get 20% off and free shipping with our code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. Free shipping. The code is SGP at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out the old hygiene habits. Upgrade your life with Manscaped and the promo code SGP. And a reminder, the SGPN app is right there live now in the App Store and the Google Play Store. This app gives you easy access to all of our picks, all of our podcasts, everything in the content from the SGPN family of shows and everything that's going on on the app. Don't forget, give us an app review. Download the SGPN app today in the App Store and the Google Play Store. Look for us. It's the SGPN app. The dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is TJ Reeves. As we do continue, been looking forward to talking to this guy because he's loaded up for some underdogs. My man, Deshaun Tate of Tate's Take the Podcast. It is our time of the year. It is here as we launch Three Dog Thursday. 32 games, my friend, Thursday and Friday. Are you ready? Are you ready for the barrage, for the avalanche? Here we go. How you feeling? Outstanding. Thanks for asking, TJ. Listen, am I ready? I'm almost ready to ask you if that was a trick question. Nobody, I mean, nobody on God's green earth is more ready than me. I've been ready since last year. And guess what? This year we get fans in the building. Makes it even better and more of a March feel. Amen. We love that all over the place. You know what we're doing here on Three Dog Thursday. We are looking for underdogs. I I know everybody's got their final four picks, their national champion picks. And again, uh, Deshaun is going to be with me a bunch on our brother podcast, College Basketball Coast to Coast, going back and forth about the actual games, who's going to win the faves. But brother, I'm honing in on underdogs, and you've got a couple of them right away coming on Thursday. Give me one that stands out immediately for an underdog for Thursday as we release the podcast. Uh, out of the 16 games, one that stands out. What do you like? There's always those games that make you realize, uh-oh, it's an upset. It's definitely March. That one for me, the Richmond Spiders. I'm taking Richmond on this one, TJ. They don't turn the ball over very often. How about this? Six of the seven leading scorers for this team are all seniors. couple of them, actually a few of them, fifth-year seniors on this team. So I tell you what, I took them a couple times prior in a couple games uh, before this season, 
and it didn't work out so well. So they owe me a little bit. Nate KO, very guard led between Gilliard, Nick Sherrod. They're serious. May not have shown it uh, in the A10 this year regular season. But that's the first one where I'm going plus 10 and a half. I don't just like it. I love it. Then that's a team that was not in the field, even even on to Sunday, had they not come back and won that game with Dayton that they were losing in the second half. This is what March is all about. Now, I will say, so many people's trendy pick to do damage, make the Final Four, et cetera, is the Iowa Hawkeyes. And you got them going bye-bye right away on Thursday. Something else that makes you realize that's March. See, we as a people, the way the human brain works, TJ, is we remember much of what we saw last. That was Iowa holding up the conference tournament trophy. I don't get confused by those things. I think more than anything, um, I'm just going to roll with Richmond on this one. I get a good feel about this one. And I think Iowa is more of the team of who we saw that they were prior to two weeks in than they are the last two weeks that we've seen them. Certainly if they shoot the ball like they did in Indianapolis, they got a great chance. But you're getting 10.5 points here with Richmond. So let's see what happens on that front. You're going to stay in Buffalo, I believe, for another Thursday underdog. What else do you have to Sean Tate for Three Dog Thursday purposes out of this 2022 men's NCAA tournament? What do you got? You know what's funny, TJ, is when Auburn went on their run in 2019 to the Final Four, they played this little team, low major, very respectable in the low major and mid-major ranks, the New Mexico State Aggies. I remember that game vividly in the first round. Auburn was about to lose the game. A player from New Mexico State had a wide open layup, and instead of taking the wide open layup, he kicked it out to a guy for three who ended up missing it. Bonehead mistake. Now a couple of those guys still on the roster. They're not sophomores. They're seniors and fifth-year seniors now. Those are the things that make a difference. This isn't your high school you know, UConn team anymore. This isn't those guys. They give me a much different feel and uh, they play a lot bigger than what people think that they do, talking about the New Mexico State Aggies. They're not new to the NCAA tournament. And in this case, New Mexico State gets six and a half uh, as the underdog. You really believe they can win this game in the 12-5 game. And we know that in the last three tournaments, there have been five 12 upsets 12 seed upsets again you know make of last year what you will the 2021 tournament all in greater indianapolis all in indiana but the 12-5 has done well traditionally it's done well the last two or three tournaments you believe this could be a 12 seed upset here despite buffalo being proximity to yukon yukon probably going to have several thousand fans there new mexico state's going to have like family there and that's about it but you don't you, you say that's not an issue no, I don't think so. Sometimes those things make a difference. And, you know, honestly, based on my next pick, which isn't a 512, I'm going to go somewhere a little bit different, but it doesn't matter sometimes. And I think this next pick that I'm going to give you is not going to be based off of close proximity. That so, one, I could see it already. We talked about TJ, how when March rolls around, there's certain things that happens that make you realize it really is March. The craziest of the crazy things happen. Whether you're playing in your own backyard in Milwaukee, or not. I love Colgate plus eight. I can see the phone blowing up the internet going bananas and bonkers, getting all kind of text messages and notifications saying all the memes, all the internet is undefeated. 
How in the world did this team not only lose in their own backyard or not even cover in their own backyard, but it happened to a toothpaste school? I'm going with Colgate plus the eight. Great ball movement. One of the best in the top two or three, three point percentage shooting teams in the country. And they're top 25 from the field. So they're going to expect it to be lights out on that one. They limit their turnovers. They got really good chance and they got some experience. I thought we would see this a year ago in the first round. I think it's more likely we'll see it this year. And for Wisconsin, the co-Big Ten champs, as you mentioned, they're playing kind of home away from home in Milwaukee, about an hour away from Madison. You say no problem for Colgate getting the eight points. And again, you believe them not only as live dog to cover, potential upset win, right? For sure, for sure. Not only that, I'm going to tell you one of the reasons why Wisconsin and Iowa, those two teams out of the Big Ten, scare me so much. There's an issue. There's something to say, whether it's Johnny Davis or Keegan Murray. When you take a star player like that who they rely upon so heavily out of a game or not having as good of a game, get them in foul trouble, sit them down, frustrate him while hitting all types of crazy shots. They look very few teams look significantly different when you take one player out of a game. Those are two teams that are scary to me because of that exact reason. All right. Fair enough on those. By the way, I am really leaning towards UAB, the team I saw. Speaking of recency bias, what we saw last, I saw them in the Conference USA title game win over Louisiana Tech. That is a a lot of points against Houston. Here we go again with a 12-5 game uh, that is upcoming. UAB getting like eight or eight and a half. I I love that possibility. Uh, You want to talk me out of that real quick for a few seconds or no? You kind of liking that one also or no? No, I think the experience that um, that Houston brings. I mean, I love Andy Kennedy as a coach. I really do. And glad, glad that he found himself a home again. But listen, Kelvin Sampson, one of the best coaches out there. I don't think nobody's going to argue with it. They're tough, hard nose. They're missing Sasser. They're missing Mark. Those things, I think, that kind of hurts them quite a bit. Nonetheless, it's not like that's a, a recent or a new issue. That's something that they've been without for much of the season. So I think that they found a way to adjust, and I think they'll be just fine. Final couple of moments with Deshaun Tate. I know you got to run. we got to run as well. Can't wait for these games coming Thursday and Friday. And again, depending on when you're hearing this, you already know whether Deshaun's predictions went bang, bang on Thursday or not as we try to keep this show relevant for Friday and into Saturday. Uh, everybody's looking at the future's odds. Give me, give me a team that is not a Gonzaga, a Kansas, a, a Villanova, a Kentucky at the very, very top to win the NCAA tournament. Give me somebody else, second level and below on a futures odds, kind of underdog uh, purposes here to win the NCAA tournament. Who do you like, please? I never thought that I would be talking about this team, especially this time of year and all the things that are at stake right now. But I'm going to still stay within the, 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 the traditional – Blue blood, if you will. I'm going to roll with the Devils. I'm taking the team, not only that, that's an underdog. <laughs> yes, the Devils, not the, not, 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 not the, not, not, not DePaul. I'm taking the Duke Blue Devils. Listen, there's only one way you can make up for the crap that you pulled in Cameron Indoor. There's only one way that you can make up for the crap that you pulled in the final game of the conference tournament. I'm going to roll with Duke on this one. The big concerning part is standing there, not so much Gonzaga but more so that three seed in Texas Tech. If they find a way to squeak past them or Texas Tech not there, I'm going to feel even that much more confident. How in the world, TJ, are we talking about Iowa being a bigger favorite for, to win the whole thing than we are Duke? 
I was going to say you're getting Duke at really you're quickly. getting Duke at fourteen to one as yeah. a two seed, yeah. and I think a lot of people are knocking yeah. that two seed, thinking they didn't deserve that. But that is a very interesting future play. I mean, if they win uh, the opening game with Cal State Fullerton, which they should, and then they beat Michigan State, they're likely going to become something like a ten to one or eight to one team coming out of the first weekend here, if that's the case. So fourteen to one may be very tasty with Duke. We will find out. All right, uh, plug away. Here we go. You're going to be all over social media. Tate's take the podcast. Plug away on how they find you, how they hear you. Go. At Tate's Take Hoops. T-A-T-E-S-T-A-K-E-H-O-O-P-S. We call it where basketball lives. Listen, do yourself a favor. Come get some education. It is the best, (laughs) the most entertaining, the most educational, and the most information know basketball content in the form of a podcast no this is not a wwe promo it is where you can find the best basketball content anywhere find it anywhere you find your favorite podcast tell your mama tell your grandmama tell your baby mama where to find it takes take the podcast and i always add as we like to say tell your friends tell your enemies tell everybody about tate's take the podcast and you'll be part of the college basketball coast to coast coverage that i'm doing on podcast and on the tune in live channel college basketball coast to coast he is deshaun tate he's got a role here uh once again loving some underdogs richmond to upset iowa new mexico state to upset yukon my goodness if those two come through and then a, a Friday uh, underdog. What was the Friday underdog one more time for Three Dog Thursday purposes? What's the Friday underdog? Here goes the three. Colgate, Richmond, wow. New Mexico State. Those are the three, and I'm dying on my sword. Don't forget about that Duke one, people. It sounds crazy now until you start looking into the second weekend and looking at the devil's path, and then you're going to say, ah, I see this going I understand on that. Deshaun, great job. Thank you. We look forward to all of this. I appreciate it on Three Dog Thursday. Thank you, TJ. There he goes. We thank Deshaun for his insight, giving me a little bit of advice. All right, so you already know that one of my underdogs is going to be UAB and that matchup with Houston. Again, as I said to Deshaun and I said earlier, I've really been saying this all week, maybe I have recency bias having seen UAB in person, but with those veteran guards in that matchup in Pittsburgh on the neutral floor with Houston, I think they can keep it close if not win this game. I've got UAB in brackets to win in the 12-5 game, so I will take that 8.5 points on Friday. Let's work backwards into Thursday, and two games that I am looking for, I have Gonzaga going all the way and winning the whole thing, but I think 23 points may be too many way too many for this Georgia State team that is athletic. They don't quite have the height, but they have some length. They have some guys that are 6'6", 6'7", with the long arms. I think they can bother Gonzaga's wings and shooters some. I think that Georgia State's got enough in terms of firepower and experience and veteran players that they can hang in with Gonzaga. Both of these teams have been off for a long time, too. Uh, Georgia State winning their a tournament game in the Sun Belt, the championship game, all the way back last Monday night, and then Gonzaga won the next night in the West Coast Conference Tournament in Las Vegas. So both of them have basically been off for nine or ten days. Gonzaga may be a little stale at the beginning of this game. I know they've got firepower, but I am going to take 23 points. I may be regretting this in the middle of the afternoon, late afternoon on Thursday for the matchup in Portland. 
But I am going to go with Georgia State to hang tough, to hang tough enough, and I will take the large number, the 23 points for that 16 seed. I really believe Georgia State might uh, should have been at least a 15 or a 14 here, getting a, getting a better team, better matchup for them in the opening round than one of the number one seeds. And the other game, very interesting also in Portland right after that, I like Indiana in the game at 4.30 Pacific time, 7.30 Eastern time. Indiana off the first four win over Wyoming on Tuesday, coming all the way out west with all of the adversity. They have been playing for their lives already in the postseason. I mean, St. Mary's already knew they were in, and they got to the championship game of the West Coast Conference Tournament and lost to Gonzaga. But once they beat Gonzaga in the regular season finale, they knew they were going to be in. With their metrics, their strength of schedule, their quality wins, they had two or three quality wins. Indiana has been scratching and clawing since the Big Ten Tournament and their upsets of Michigan and, and also Illinois, and now they get that win over Wyoming. They've played a game more recently than St. Mary's has. We've seen teams come out of the first four and be able to win a couple of games. I think this Indiana team is going to upset St. Mary's. I like them in the 12-5 spot here as well. I'll take the two and a half points gladly for a straight-up Indiana win. I think it's the Hoosiers and UCLA in the second round coming on Saturday. So I will take Indiana. So again, the three underdogs for me are Georgia State hanging with Gonzaga in Portland, getting the 23 points. Indiana to win the game and take the points as the underdog also in Portland with St. Mary's. And then I like UAB and that matchup in Pittsburgh on the neutral floor to keep it close, if not win, with the Houston Cougars. Uh, And there's so many of these different futures plays that everybody's uh, flying around with. What about my Memphis Tigers that were like 250 to 1? That would be a very interesting ticket. They're probably going to get beat by Gonzaga in the second round. I'm not under the delusion as an alum that Memphis is going to be able to beat Gonzaga. They would have to play almost a perfect turnover-free game, hit their threes. Gonzaga would have to be off. Chad Holmgren may be in foul trouble. Would be fascinating to watch he and Jalen Duran go at it, and we likely are going to get that matchup in the second round on Saturday. I just think Gonzaga has too many weapons. Nimhart at point guard is bigger, more athletic than the Memphis point guards. We'll see. So, But my Tigers at 250-1. to one to win the whole I've got Gonzaga winning the whole thing maybe UCLA more attractive what is UCLA right now eight to one nine to one something like that on the futures odds let's see and we know the the upsets are going to be flying watch out for Chattanooga as well against Illinois as a possible upset I didn't make that as a three dog Thursday play but that could be one where, where you're watching watch out uh, in that one, in, in that scenario, and again, everybody loves South Dakota State. Only only getting a point and a half or two points against Purdue. Contrasting, or I'm sorry, uh, Providence. Uh, South Dakota State contrasting styles. They want to go up and down and score a bunch. Meantime, per, uh, uh, Providence more of a plotting team, wins the close games. Uh, they, they won the Big East regular season, won 14 games for the first time ever in the school's history in Big East play. But uh, I, I think that Ed Cooley's team may meet their match here with the South Dakota State team that loves to go up and down. The only thing is they're not as physical as what Providence is, but that could be an upset as well in a 13-4 game uh, to keep an eye on. And a couple more that might be interesting, Jacksonville State to hang in with Auburn in that 15-2 uh, matchup there. Auburn losing games down the stretch of the season, losing right away in the SEC tournament. I know that's SEC competition. And Jacksonville State uh, got eliminated in the Atlantic Sun Tournament 
uh, in the semifinals, yet got in the big dance because they were the regular season champs. That was after uh, Bellarmine, uh, the program in Louisville, is not eligible to be in the NCAA tournament. They won the Atlantic Sun Championship but won't get the automatic bid. So Jacksonville State is the team that's in there as the 15 seed. Will they hang in against the Auburn Tigers in that matchup? Let's wait and see how that plays out uh, between those two coming in the uh, in the Midwest Regional as everything unfolds with that matchup. All right, so there you go. That's a full show. My thanks to Brian Edwards giving you some underdog plays, even though I disagree with his Boise State play. You heard Deshaun Tate as well giving you some underdog plays. So uh, excited to see what's going to happen on Thursday and Friday. Here we go, folks. 32 games coming over these two days. Enjoy all the activity. We will know the Sweet 16 next week. Cannot wait for that. For now, we are good. My thanks again to Sean Green, Ryan Kramer, the Sports Gambling Podcast guys, their network of shows, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Again, find us, follow us, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're here on Thursdays all the way through the NCAA tournament in the Final Four. We're good for now. Enjoy the first couple of rounds, and thank you for being with me on Three Dog Thursday. Bye.